Hey, Yasi, how's it going? Hey, Tispia. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I find it's jarring that the music of the podcast is extremely loud in the beginning, and then we talk quite quietly. Oh, yeah, we're like talking in this like, low register. We're not going to make any efforts to change that, but we do want to apologize about it. I like that we talk like we're on an NPR podcast. Yeah. Hello. Like, hello, I'm Tispia Harvey's. I feel like we do have NPR names. You definitely do. Mine, I think, maybe doesn't have enough sil- Oh. Yasi Salak. Yossi Salas. Let's talk about the news. I like that one guy's name or girl is like Abishai Artsy. Oh, yeah. She has a great name. Oh, is it her? Great. Oh, is it not her? I mean, I have no idea. Shoot. I just I need to hear the name in my in Apologies my to the NPR community. <laughs> um, how was your... I was going to say week, but we it's not, it hasn't been a week since we last recorded, about five days. How was your weekend? Um, it was good. I remember it being good. Yeah? What did you do? Did you go to the club again? No. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there to do? What do grown folk do for fun? I do puzzles. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it actually was my sister's birthday. Right. And she really wanted to do, like, um, you know, and she's, like, very faithful, religious, like, doesn't club or do anything. Mm-hmm. Then does not partake in any of the trash human behavior that I partake in. Just like me, but not for religious reasons. Me, I'm just lazy and socially anxious. <laughs> so she wants to do all the basic, like, all the very Hollywood stuff. Like what? Like, she went, the restaurant that she wanted to go to um, was, like, the same restaurant that, like, Drake had his birthday at. What is that restaurant? Like, Cat Chalet. Okay. Um, but it's, like, really it pricey. No, it's, oh. like, fine. The, the food is just fine. Right. It's, like, really pretty on the plate. And it's all, like, it all has, like, the signifiers of wealth. Like, everything has lobster or truffle sure. on it. You know? <laughs> I hate truffle, by the way. I know that's, like, a controversial opinion, but, like... I just like don't care for it. It's not delicious. I don't want it. I don't Me care how neither. much it costs. I don't care how long it took the pig to like snuff it out. Is that the way truffles are found? I don't know. I feel like yes. Yeah. I could fuck up some truffle fries. Yeah, I I, per, I just would prefer regular fries. You know, that's broke shit, I guess. Um I have the money. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Well I this restaurant is like it's not like you know how like the biggest scam in Hollywood is that all these restaurants that celebrities go to, it's like they're popular because celebrities are regular people who suddenly came into money. Right, and who don't actually have refined taste. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, like, they grew up in, like, whatever, like, pom-pong. Like, I want to say something classist, but, they, like, they grew up Pom-pom? somewhere. Like, I don't know. So I was going to make a, right, okay. an up a name for, like, a town in Illinois, but, uh-huh. like, and, like, just didn't have access to good sushi. And so they go to Nobu, and they're like, right. this is amazing. But Which it's, is like, like, everybody knows Nobu is not the best sushi in Los Angeles. Exactly. So it's, like, it's, like, one of those restaurants, but it's beautiful. Right. And it's highly Instagrammable. Yeah. Okay, I, I get it. Yeah. Do you, you consider know. yourself a foodie? Um, no. No. I don't know what that means anymore. What do you like to eat? <clears throat> sushi. Thai food. Probably because I live in Thailand. Thai, Thai you town. live in Thailand. <laughs> in Thai, Thai town. town. Yeah. Well, you live Thai town adjacent. Yeah. Um, th- that's probably like my most like if I'm going out to eat, I'm probably gonna get like Thai food or. That's understandable. That's my food. most ordered in food is Thai food. I yeah. never eat it when I go out to eat. Where do you go? Soup plantation. <laughs> the cheesecake factory. <laughs> Stop. I'm serious. Uh, I mean, I know. Uh, sage. 
Oh, I love sage. Because I love uh, some good-ass vegan cashew cheese. <laughs> and so those cauliflower wings. They're so good. They're so good. Although you are spending like $20 on cauliflower. It's wild expensive. <laughs> um, also, like, if... On the off chance that anyone who's affiliated with Sage is listening, I'm extremely upset and have been for some time <laughs> that they removed my favorite menu item, which was the mac and cheese, not the appetizer mac and cheese, not the baked one, the one that was the entree that came with broccoli and avocado and a spicy sauce, and it was so fucking good, and now it is off the menu and no one can explain to me why. I don't... I'm... I can't sign off on vegan mac and cheese. It's so good. I just can't. But Doomies, have you been there? Yeah. Doomies has like a pretty decent like vegan mac and cheese, I feel like. I've hacked it at Sage where I, there's a vegan mac and cheese pizza. Yeah. And I just order that, add the avocado and the broccoli and just eat it off the pizza. Wow. It is quite a bit more money. Also, have you tried the mac and cheese at oh, Whole, Whole Foods? Foods? <laughs> literally game over it's so good <laughs> this is, uh, is the third episode of the goop podcast thank you so much for joining us <laughs> this is just where two white ladies talk about vegan cuisine <laughs> we're so happy to have you with us um no yeah let's talk about things that are interesting yeah let's do it so i have notes for this episode i, know, I, I printed them out with a printer i see apologies to I the did, do they still make printers environmental listen i actually like <laughs> don't like reading things on screens yeah i have nothing more to say about that i just don't i like to print stuff out i'm really sorry i'll let you have it it's three pages <laughs> i saw like where i can i that? use a reusable straw That's good. <laughs> let me live um so the first thing i have on our agenda is hot girl summer yeah and it just says tespia explains <laughs> i also like how you say that like a cop you're like Hello, um, what's what's Hello, this hot fellow girl? kids. Hey. hey, fellow kids. So we're having hot. a hot girl summer, right, <laughs> everyone? I don't know what it means. Okay, so are you familiar with the rapper Megan Thee Stallion? Yes. I feel like I'm doing, like, the real, like, rap genius. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion. We're just some non... Real name, Megan... Oh, she does have a weird name. It's, like, Megan... She's a weird last name that's, like... I don't know her last name. Damn. But like she she um the branding of her new album, Fever. Right. Um, it was all uh the branding was like all this like stuff about her being a hot girl. Her right. name's hot I've girl seen Meg. The, I've seen the um cover, it's gorgeous. Right. And her music um her music is hot girl music. Sure. And it's music that this is how I explain it to my friend Sarah. I explain it as does Sarah just so I can feel better about myself. Does she was she also like had some questions around what Hot Girl Summer is? She had some questions okay. about Hot Girl. Shout Summer. out Sarah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's like Canadian, so I feel like she has more I get excuses. It. You know, yeah. I don't know what's going on up there. Who does? In the in the north, um, but it's like you're a hottie with a body, mm -hmm. but like you don't care about nobody. Is that a lyric? No. Oh, that's just how I explain it. Okay. It's like you're just a hot girl. You're living your life. You're going out. You're partying. You don't really care about it. Like about about what people think. Not even about what people think. It's you don't care about. You're not like you're not like stressing out over men. 
Okay. You know, or women, be it whatever um, your preference. Exactly. Maybe. You're just having a good time. You're out there living your best hot life. Okay. I did research this because yeah. uh, I'm a nerd. Yeah. Not that I didn't trust you to explain it properly. Yeah. Um, and I saw Megan the Stallion did say that it also could apply to women in relationships. She said cuffed. I mean. She said it. I know she did, but that's just, she's, I feel like she's rewriting history because she's in a relationship now, and that's just like, I'm not making a case for my own hot girl summer because that is off the table for me. My summer is like puzzle girl summer. I see. And. I see that very clearly. It's not, it's not going to happen for me, but. um, (laughs) Hotness is a, hotness is a, is a state state of of being. It's it's not really like. You don't, you don't even have to be like, you know, it's like a state of like operating in the world, you know, like, like about having a lot of confidence and operating in the world with like the confidence of a hot person. Okay. You know? Yeah. Just like knowing you're hot and behaving in a way that aligns with that value, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to like claim hotness. <laughs> okay no i'm i'm wrapping my mind around you know we're like going to the pool do you feel like we're like oh we're going to the pool yeah we're going to the pool we're like getting people to buy drinks for us but like not you know not really having to like reciprocate in any way do you know what i truly despise yeah go for it pools with other people <laughs> i know i know and i'm so sorry it's just i know and you know i love nothing more than a pool i just like a hotel pool is like the fourth ring of hell for me. (laughs) I'd rather like fill up an inflatable like Walmart kiddie pool in my own side yard and sit in it. That sounds sad. Yeah. Yeah. But I just like, I don't know. It stresses me out. I love a pool. A public pool. A hotel pool. A hotel pool. A house pool. Whatever pool situation. Although I was, I did go a couple weeks ago, I made the mistake of going to the standard downtown. Oh, it's going to be a no for me. It was quite the scene. At some point, like, someone was just angrily, like, this man got in a fight with his girlfriend, and he was just angrily, like, taking swigs out of a champagne bottle straight out of the champagne bottle. Like, he was just walking around, just like... Do you go in the pool? Oh, yeah, all the time. With all these other people. <laughs> With, like, that same man swinging from the champagne yes, bottle. Yes, absolutely. And his juices. Yeah, see, it's not like all my other, like, <laughs> lifestyle habits are. It's not like, it's not the pool that's going to kill me. There are, like, about ten other bad. Sure, sure, that are ahead of the, um, <laughs> you know. There are want, ten other ways, like, I compromise my health and sanity. Do you want to know how old I am? Well, I know because well, I recently learned but like this is like a want to feel old self version oh yeah tell me um once i was at the rooftop of the standard downtown pool and i was photographed by the cobra snake uh, hung out in steve aoki's hotel room (laughs) and was also approached and asked if i would like to model for american apparel i believe all of that and i said how much does it pay and i said (laughs) fifty (laughs) dollars and i said no thank you because 
my dad seeing me spread eagle on the back of a TV guide <laughs> with like lame boy shorts and like a striped thigh high sock is worth much more than fifty dollars. Urgent apparel, you really aged yourself with that I, one. That's like real talk. <laughs> that all really happened. That was not hot girl summer. That, was, we didn't, that sounds we didn't like have, a hot girl summer. We didn't have that yet. I had a, my haircut was exactly the same as Janet from Three's Company. <laughs> Wait, what year was this? Probably like 2004? Wow. Three? Three, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I was probably like at some protest or something stupid like that. It was like an anti-war, anti-Bush. Yeah, you were like 14. Yeah. No, you were like 12. Yeah. I, I get it. You were like politically motivated while I was. No. <laughs> I was hitting the the electro clash. Well, club now it's my turn to live the cobra trash snake. trash human life. Now I'm the one living like a trash person now. Yeah, we didn't have any memes to get us through. Oh God. Um. Well. You know who else is having a hot girl summer? Who's having a hot girl summer? Marianne Williamson. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I honestly, I have zero context for who she is or where she came from. I just, the after we recorded our last podcast, mm-hmm. I started seeing videos of her. Sure, with, from the debates. Yeah, and she looks like, like just like, she's very mesmerizing to she's watch. Hot girl summer. She looks like she's like suffering from a bad edible when she talks. Yeah, and her hair is like glimmering and she has like a, a completely unplaceable accent that's like, Great Gardensy. <laughs> she's definitely done like work on her face, right? Because oh, I'm sure. I mean, I wouldn't. She's done the kind of like expensive, subtle work. Yeah. That like real rich people do that you can't, like, it's not like in your face. Right. Instagram face. It's just like. Oh my gosh. Tasteful. And this is, this is not me reducing a woman to like whatever her looks, but like it, it's mesmerizing because when she talks, like nothing on her face moves. moves the way that you think that it would yeah. yeah and i only say that because on the internet today did you see this like um this editor-in-chief of some magazine Mm-mm. um so basically there's like this food writer his name is mayu san oh sure yeah and he posted some photos of sophia loren in the kitchen and he yeah. was like just dropping these photos of me of sophia loren looking beautiful in the he kitchen he wanted james beard award He's a very smart, talented person. Okay, so he posted these photos of Sophia Loren. And someone, like some editor-in-chief, this woman who clearly has, like, an axe to grind, like, retweeted it and was like, look at, like, she's like, I can't believe you would, like, reduce um, a woman, a professional woman, to her looks or something like that. And this coming from the man who's always finding everything problematic or something, like, and it just, like, blew up on the timeline. so sorry. Like, but if you're actress isn't like part of your professional thing your looks also like i'm sorry but he didn't even like i mean i'm not sorry he posted them without any like he wasn't like you know a bit of a reach yeah (laughs) so even as the words of me being like do you think she's had work done i was like fuck someone's gonna i can't i can't keep up anymore i can't (laughs) But anyway, like, Marianne, shout out to the llama guy, the llama oh, protection and education <laughs> tweet. Someone offers we can't co-op off. the llama anymore for our own personal laughter. There's moments where I'm like off the internet for so long that like once I'm back on, I'm like, what the fuck is 
so you just like slam the door again quickly You're like bye-bye um well marianne so yeah, i actually definitely knew who marianne williamson was before this because i love self-help <laughs> i am desperate for literally anything that might make my hellish life better and i'm deeply depressed <laughs> Um, and when I was in 12 step, I think my sponsor recommended, um, her like biggest book, which is called a return to love. Mm. And you know what? I fucking loved it (laughs) and read it several times and it's awesome. (laughs) Um, yeah, she's like basically like, like a self-help guru, like kind of a new agey self-help guru. I got Um, those vibes. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty clear, but she like is extremely successful. Um, her whole like i mean you know she's like bros with oprah the kardashians love her she has like, a huge celebrity following um that's so crazy that like she's completely escaped i like, mean unless you're like tapped into the world of like self-help new age metaphysics like there's probably not a reason that you would know who she is she like the suzanne summers of like wow that's a timely reference my dad got me a bunch of suzanne summers books when i was like when I turned like 22. Suzanne Summers is the one that did the Thigh Master, right? Oh, shoot. Maybe I'm getting them wrong again. Yeah, Suzanne Summers is like a. Um, she, well, she was Chrissy from Three's Company. Okay. No. And then she became an exercise guru. No, I'm talking about the one who, with the financial. Susan Powder. Who? With the cropped hair. The financial lady. Isn't that Susan? Strong lesbian and. Yeah, Susan Powder. I think that's her name. Huh. She might also be a. I think we're butchering everything here. I'm not totally yeah, sure. Yeah, this is so much like unfactual information just give me well you know what i you know what i thought of the other day is that podcasts are like basically what punk music used to be like punk music used to be like who cares if you know how to play an instrument you can start a band like podcasts are like who cares if you like are informed about anything or have like literally any basis to be speaking on anything you can start a podcast and here we are i'm literally gonna google her name she's a financial lady i think it's susan powder but that might be an exercise person too um, just like, anyways, Marianne Wilson is not a financial lady. She is her whole her whole thing is basically like we need to harness love. A return to love is all about like the binary that like everyone sees the world every instance in either a love way or a fear way, and you need to choose love every time, and the outcome will be better. That's like her like conceit boiled down to its like simplest form. That is an insane white lady thing. I mean, sure, but I'll take it. It's also like, yeah. it's also like a very, it's also like a very like, <laughs> the cat is scratching. <laughs> the cat's like, let me tell you what I have to say about Mary Um, It's, it's, it's like similar stuff that's existed in like every philosophy, like yeah. live in the moment, like don't be afraid, you know? Yeah. Um, I saw her like little monologue. Yeah. A Return to Love is honestly really good. And the whole thing about Return to Love is she, so she had, she was an addict. I don't think they talk about this. And I'm pretty sure that it's in the book, but she found this, um, she's like a partier. She's like doing drugs, seventies, whatever. And she found this book called A Course in Miracles, which is like kind of an obscure, um, super Christian text. That's like a reading of the Bible, a and like it has all these like worksheets about how to find miracles in your life. I know because I own it. Mm. Um, I kn- I can't get through it. It's very dense. She basically like made her mark by making a palatable version of a text that already exists. Mm. Um, 
I made a little pros and cons list just to like start us off. Of Marianne Williamson? Yeah. All right. In terms of her being a candidate. Let's start with the pros. Let me preface this by saying I do not think Marianne Williamson should be president. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The pros. Pals with Oprah. Nice. She wants to reduce military presence because she's all about love, not war. I love that. Um, She believes in morality over capitalism. She's really big on morality. However, she still uh, believes in righteous commerce. Commerce. I can't. I had a wine. Righteous <laughs> commerce. Whatever the fuck that is. It doesn't exist. There's no ethical consumption under capitalism, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that sounds fake, but okay. Um, she believes in Medicare for all, which is good. I <sighs> love that. But she still thinks there should be concurrent private insurance, which I don't dispute, actually. Okay. I think purists do but I think she actually makes a good point and without even without her good point that like you change is incremental and like it might be a little chaotic to go from like one system to the other. And also like in general, it seems like as long as everyone is provided with basic health care, if other people want to go ahead and pay for like more elevated, that's always going to be a thing, you know, like, yeah. You could try and stop them, I guess. Okay. All right. I'm I'm a little like of two minds on on the topic because you know, there's always the argument that private healthcare is what fuels research and development of medicine because everyone thing is money motivated. Mm. But then on the flip side of that, they're actually only motivated to like treat people, not cure them because cured people don't need medicine anymore and therefore don't make them money Mm. it's all very dark but yes she lives in medicare for all at least cons uh she has no policies (laughs) (laughs) just like not a one her whole thing is like it's this is not about policies it's about morality uh i think she might be an (laughs) anti-vaxxer she said she's not recently but i don't i don't think it's true because she has also called mandatory vaccinations draconian and orwellian which is insane it's sus yeah that's not okay um she potentially might think that you can cure disease with your mind um i'm so glad i'm gonna be comatose for this entire for this entire uh election cycle and then lastly uh she really like really 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 loved avatar the film great great film i've never seen it it's actually one of the films that like i refuse to ever see there are some weird colonialist themes i just i just like like, i remember it came out my friend alana and i were like we're just never gonna see that we made a pact like that's not and it was like everyone in the world was seeing it. It was like the Game of Thrones of its time. I remember. And I was just like, I'm truly just not interested. I think I was conscious that year. But she tweeted a lot about it back in the like 2010. You have her tweets. Oh yeah. Okay. This is a. I assume this is on Oscar night. At Marianne Williamson. <laughs> All the films were good, but Avatar has changed the world. He didn't win an Oscar tonight, but James Cameron deserves a Nobel Peace Prize. Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't know what to do with it. And I think she also tweeted something that everyone needs to go watch Avatar again, which I thought was hilarious because it's like that implies How that people have seen it. How was she when it came out? I mean, that was only like nine years ago, so. I don't know. I have no concept of time. 
50 something but i don't know how she is um i was gonna say maybe she was young and no we all tweeted dumb shit she hasn't been young for a while (laughs) (laughs) um yeah she's kooky she's kooky but okay you know here's the thing here's like is she th- like moon juice cookie she's moon juice cookie for sure okay. um oh alanis like she speaking of, let's tie it back to the last podcast let's just make she, a moon juice reference a moon juice ever. she ran for um congress in 2014 marianne williamson um and her theme song was written by alanis morissette that's i didn't even make that up that's like truly real um she lost she came in fourth place um here's the thing yeah go for it so she's running on like the same platform kind of not same platform but the same like sort of like vibe as trump did which she's like i'm not an establishment politician and like they're bad i'm better like we need to change it up like i don't know what i'm doing so therefore i'll be good at it which is just fundamentally problematic (laughs) um she also said something where she was like that she thinks because she's done a lot of couples counseling she'd be really good at solving international conflict I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> okay, but what I will okay, here's what I do find interesting about her. Um, I find it interesting that she's hyper feminine. I think that like, in terms of politics, very few women candidates lean into like, I don't mean feminine in like the traditional sense of like yeah. makeup and prettiness. I mean just like even her like right to love and exactly like, like yeah. all of her like like i don't want to say policies because they're not they're not policies yeah. but like her platform essentially is like all traditionally feminine type values like love love yeah. or like healing you know that's she speaks very like softly like she yeah. doesn't i think that like in politics women that want to be taken seriously tend to take on masculine traits you know? Yeah. Well, she has very, like, she has, like, a very, like, soft image. Yeah. Like, I mean, Kamala Harris is a cop. Yeah. You know, like, Elizabeth Warren, who I really like, is, you know, has to be, like, strong, masculine, gener- yeah. you know, shoulder, bla- you know, blazers, yeah. like, and, sh- like. I mean, even her blazer, like, was, like. <laughs> lovely. Her, yeah, Femi. it was, like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I think that's really interesting. Like, she definitely, yeah um I, I mean i'm eager to see how that plays out but i'm just like this i mean she should not be president she has no business being president she why? does not qualify i why are there so many people running i don't know it feels crazy i think trump opened the door of like anyone can be president yeah um duh but not really duh like before that like there was no one that ever became president without like no i mean like duh would open that door because right right but i i don't know why there's so many candidates i mean i think the actual democratic party is like becoming pretty splintered like i think like the centrist there's not like just one centrist candidate like there used to be like with hillary clinton yeah like now there's like so many gradations like there are centrist candidates like super centrist candidates um whose names I fucking even barely remember because it's, like, two white dudes who are not going to win. Yeah. Um, who are, like, like three shades away from just being Republicans. Yeah. Um, but, like, everything's kind of moved over a bit, you know? Like, and so there's just this, like, huge gradation. 
Yeah. It'll I mean, narrow down. I mean, I hope so. But also, again, I'm going to be comatose for this entire election. Like, oh, so it doesn't really matter. Um, I just think that people should not... I think we should be careful laughing yeah. at someone like Marianne Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> because... I think so oh, So much of politics oh, for is sure. theater. theater, exactly, and shininess, and, like, how how many times did you say Trump's never going to win? How many yeah. times did you hear people say that, you know? I heard a lot of people saying it. I wasn't, I wasn't the Trump's never going to win person. Right. But... But when he came, when he first started was, out, he was a joke. Yeah, when he first started out, it was like... Mm-hmm. And now he's president, you know? And, like... This goes back to my my pendulum thing, which like it it does go to reason if like the pendulum swung so far to get us to Trump that like it's not impossible that it wouldn't swing just as far the other way, like past normal leftism into crazy moon juice lady who like wants to take on New Zealand and like thinks that you can like cure poverty with like positive thinking <laughs> i just don't think i like don't have enough i feel like america is so entrenched in its like history of like racism and yeah. like capitalism and whatever it's like it's gonna take a lot more than a marianne williamson yeah yeah obviously i mean she's not like, gonna fix it she's still people are gonna really resent her i'm not advocating Especially, for her like, oh i see what you're saying like she's too white lady yeah right? like People are really re- gonna resent. It's not even that. It's just like, like, using people in like, I don't know. Again, I'm gonna say something like mildly classist or whatever, but like whatever part of insert like, between here and New York, the Midwest, right? Whatever part like that person is gonna be endeared to to vote the Democratic because some like, you know, for a moon juice lady. No, I don't think she's gonna win. And I don't think she should win. I just think yeah. she's probably going to be more formidable than people are, like, giving her credit for. Yes. I agree. And I can see I can see the appeal. I feel like I, like, uh, what... I would rather she was president of Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. He's just, he's just insufferable. He sucks. He sucks so He's li- living proof that, like, this is a good lesson for young women. Like, just because a guy has good taste in music, like, doesn't make him not fucking awful. I mean, my entire history dating DJs yeah. is proof of that. Yeah, Beto's, like, every bad, like, shitty punk dude I've ever dated who's, like, in his heart, also a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't, his, like, face. There's something, like, oh, I can't. There's something just, like, mildly detestable about him. That, like, I can't. Yeah, he's all Or any, I couldn't recognize anyone on that stage. There's only, like, four people that I could pick out that lineup and be like, I know who you are. Was Bernie up there? Uh, The the night with Marianne Williamson. Because there was two nights. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you only watch that night? I mean, I didn't watch either night. That's fair. I saw screenshots. Sure. On Twitter. It's a great way to get your uh, <laughs> get your news. I mean, I thought I told you that like, political comprehension has you know filtered. What? I spent my young teen years protesting the Iraq War, and I just feel like I can sit this one out. Did it work? You take care of it. <laughs> I have a picture of my. Did mom. it pay off? <laughs> I have all these old pictures of like me and my mom, and there's like an impeach Bush. 
those were the optimistic years like those were the years those were the good ones you know? yeah i miss bush do you no no i don't even i barely remember life at that time because that was when i was a trash person so i was literally writing op-eds for like my middle school paper about like i was like drunk all the time islamophobia <laughs> or something wow yeah that's why i'm giving myself permission to be dumb and hot now do it I'm, i have a dumb and hot question yeah like actually it's it's just more dumb it's not hot libya is <laughs> north africa or the middle east north africa okay so you so you technically okay what okay this is my question i love this when you fill out a fucking form yeah and they're like race colon here are the dots you can fill in which yeah. one do you fill it it's complicated i'm saying it's complicated because there's yeah. not one i i always put white and i feel gross about it because i don't identify as white but they don't have anything from middle eastern yeah. and and i don't know what i don't want to be like oh, i'm native american you know like what, like i don't yeah. i don't i'm also not asian or african-american yeah. so i can't like some because you don't get that little admissions bump on stuff or like whatever or just like i, I don't know. even care about it but in general i'm just like there's where am i supposed to go well honestly like i'm against i'm just given the history of like um surveillance and like in the u.s like sure. um identifying yourself as arab or identifying yourself as like from a muslim country is like I just don't think it would be useful for the Muslim Arab community to map itself out for the CIA. Sure. I'm you know I'm not but even like, talking about like doing No, but I yes. get you. I get you. Like there's there is, oh my gosh, there's a really embarrassing campaign um that a lot of uh that the Arab Muslim community does called Check It Right, You Ain't White. And they're like basically trying to encourage everyone to like fill in the bubble says other okay um and like right in i'm like in. half with that and not in the sense of like being surveilled by the government but on the sense of like i like yeah i know it's like not what you well i think <laughs> i've like gotten i've gotten having suffered through like the identity like think piece era sure of like internet <laughs> content i've like i'm so beyond like caring about you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can't, I can't be like moved to care like about that struggle. Right. Do you know what I mean? No, totally. I just, I just find it interesting. I guess because, like, it is upsetting from a point of like a lot of immigrant communities are more disenfranchised and therefore they're not really benefiting from like the status, whatever, of like person of equity, color, right? You know, or just like the experience is different. I don't know. I just like, like even like. Because people are so simple and it's like, to most people, it's just like a visual cue. So like my cousin and I, yeah. for example, like my cousin is like the same, very similar coloring to you, yeah. like darker skinned, you know, yeah. like, and so anyone, like if you would ask anyone looking at her they, or is she a person of color, like, yeah. Yeah. But like, I look super white, you know, like, and so ask the same question and they're like, oh no, that girl's white. Yeah. But we're the exact same ethnic makeup. <laughs> yeah. And I just find it, it's super interesting, you know? Yeah. Well, there's also like... And I'm sure, again, like, I glean probably tons of privilege from, you know, passing through the world as looking white. And again, apparently qualify as white, you know? <laughs> you know, it's really... I actually did a paper in college about 
Um, it was like about the historical origins of that designation, mm-hmm. which is like basically there was like a Syrian Christian community in the U.S. early. I want to say like right, like at the fall of the Ottoman Empire when a bunch of them came to the U.S. Um, and the Syrian Christian community really resented being grouped with like black people like really resented being grouped with like non because they were being racist in the way that middle eastern people are also racist yeah and so they (laughs) lobbied the government to have anyone who comes from like the lands in which jesus comes from so like basically what happened they argued was like mesopotamia (laughs) yeah they're like they basically argued like jesus comes from the levant so if jesus if jesus is from the levant and that means he's not white, and therefore, oh, Jesus is not a white man. They played a great card because they were like, "We know you're not going to say that Jesus isn't white." Yeah. So by that, <laughs> yeah. Logic. And obviously, there was like other complicated stuff, which is that like if you were not white at the time, you couldn't own land, and so the Syrians were also kind of like lobbying to like be able to own land. Right, right. So there's a, there's a lot more. Going there's like on there. probably like other complicated things, but like it was still kind of like them opting into whiteness because. They they don't want to be treated like black people. But do you consider yourself white? No, absolutely not. No. no. Okay, so I, mean, I guess that's like the really oh good. no. Do you consider me white? No, absolutely not. But like um, that's interesting. But it's like I don't care what the government considers me. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, outside of like occasionally, I'm like, could I benefit from? Which is so like one dirty little secret I have Ooh. is that when I applied to college, I checked the African American box. Oh. Because I assumed that like. Because I was from Africa. Technically African-American. Technically, but then I realized that that designation is very specifically, like, historically was created to accommodate black people. Okay. I didn't not, actually didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. one way or the other. So you have to be black to be considered African-American. Right. Like, on by the, like, whatever, like, so that, not the best, whatever. But also I was just, I was trying, I really needed to get into college yeah and get like financial assistance and stuff like that so i was hoping i mean at the end of the day you are a person of color but i understand that that's a con it's like it's kind of like a weird yeah like probably wouldn't do it now if you're running for president they would use that against you they would absolutely use it against me yeah but thankfully i'm not stupid enough you're too young to run for president i am too young i'm not i'm not i'm fucking old uh you have to be 35 but we were born here, so we can't run for president. I don't think just given what I've tweeted. No, I, I have. There's too much thing. There's way too much on the internet about there's me. There's photos of me on people's Snapchats. Just don't need to be discovered by anyone else. Sorry, Papa. <laughs> sorry, Papa. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, okay, well... I don't know how we got there from Marianne Williamson. Oh, yeah, we talked so many times. I'd love to know where Marianne Williamson's take on if Middle Eastern people and North African people are considered people of color. She would just be like, we're all love. All of us are just expressions of love. Oh, my gosh. Um, I get that on a micro level, but on a macro level, girl. The book is really good. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm going to go on record and say the book is really good, and it really helped me. I love that. For I you. don't think she should be president, but I did really love her book. Yeah. I can hold these two opinions at the same time. You know, what? there's a lot of people whose books I really loved who I don't think should be president. Um. Okay, all I have left on my notes <laughs> is I just says hot starfish. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there was a picture on the internet trending today 
and there was a picture of a hot starfish for someone that claims to be like so not on the internet you still managed to come to me with these things that i would never have seen like it's i would not never that have i'm seen. not on the internet i think i need to clarify okay i'm on dumb internet okay i'm on the internet where like i can see the really dumb shit that's trending is it like a filter that you just put in or something no i've just like muted everyone who tweets important things sure and i've muted most of like new york media Mm -hmm. um really all i see now are like memes and like local twitter you know it's like really sexist like local twitter like ktla no like like your actual friends oh no like normie twitter I don't know what that means. Like, Twitter that's, like, not, like, not, like, media-savvy people. It's, like... Who are those people? How do you find them to follow them? They're just people tweeting memes. But how do you know that them? That go viral. I don't know them. I just follow them because they tweet funny memes. Wow. Or, like, things that, like, I find relatable, like... Okay. You know? Yeah. So, it's, like, you know those random people you see going viral and they have, like... 200 followers yes that happened to me once okay like really those people you know yeah. and like a couple muslim twitter people i probably like pay attention to okay but like it's hot starfish content is what i'm looking for and the starfish for those of you uh at home yeah it was thick <laughs> that i'm just quoting the tweet ass. you sent it to me and it, it said had it was a fat thick. ass is a starfish with a fat ass um no one talks about how troubling it is that there's like a full thread of meme culture that's just like sexualizing animals <laughs> and i don't know is a starfish an animal i don't know what it's considered crustacean. It, is an, uh, it is an animal right? um, it's alive is it do you know what my favorite tweet of all time is which one do you know that i can remember it isn't that crazy no because i remember my favorite tweets of all time i want to hear yours first mine is one is um Okay, so it's a quote, and it says, "Wow, she fucking the weed man for weed." End quote. Mm-hmm. Says a girl who's fucking the text man for texts. Wow, that's really good. It's so good. I can see why that would hit hard with you <laughs> in your generation. Yeah, and then the other one is <laughs> a really old classic, like legacy internet tweet, which was I don't remember who tweeted it, but it was. Um, um, the the most cutting thing you could say to someone is who's this clown because it assumes that they're a a clown and b not even one of the better known clowns. <laughs> I, know. I remember that tweet. That tweet is so good. It's so good. You're not even a famous clown. Um, What's your favorite tweet? My favorite tweet is, and I wish I could remember who tweeted it, but obviously they fade into obscurity. Um, it it came out right after um, Amazon bought Whole Foods. Mm. and which was a couple years ago i think and it just said like amazon in 1998 it was like we're a bookstore but online (laughs) and it was like amazon 2000 whatever 16 hello prime citizens please return to your prime homes for prime dinner time (laughs) and it's really hilarious and also a prophecy because that's literally what's going to happen and we're so close to living under a technocracy and uh those are going to be our overlords and that's the only way we're going to have uh, health insurance. Jesus Christ. There's not going to be Medicare for all. There's going to be one tech employer that gives everyone health insurance and their prime dinners. <laughs> Honestly, I hate to say it, but <laughs> it's they'll probably be really good prime dinners. Maybe. 
You know, the cheese plate's gonna be ridiculous. And we all work for Amazon. I know. And or Google and or Apple and or. That's terrifying. I know. But also, uh, yeah. For I the know. record, Marianne Williamson is against. She large big. Yeah, she's just she was she's in favor of breaking up big tech monopolies. She said because giantism is a disease in the body. <laughs> <laughs> And also a disease in the world. She has quite the way with words. She might be our Trojan horse, you know? <laughs> like I said. Oh, this is the last thing I'll say about Mary Williams. Yeah. Um, she has like a super famous quote, um, which is, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And that quote has so often been... Uh, accidentally attributed to Nelson Mandela that the Nelson Mandela Foundation had to post an online announcement correcting that it was not Nelson Mandela that said it. What's like big win for Marianne Williamson. Yeah, that's I yeah, I don't even want to know about the board meeting, the Nelson Mandela. Foundation. <laughs> like, okay, this fucking white bitch. Guys, I know this is like, it's like the last line item on the agenda. And they're just like, we have to come mm. out here, tell everybody. <laughs> we've just had enough. <laughs> we've just had enough. Um, what's the Venn diagram? Like, what's the Venn diagram look like of like anti-vaxxers, alt-right, and like, oh. like super progressive people? Like, I don't. Do you think a lot of alt-right people are anti-vaxxers? I, that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering, too. I actually have no insight into that. Because it seems it, to be, like, a very, like, it feels, liberal, like... Well, yeah, even, I think it's a rich person thing. Because yeah. the only people that really have the, like, audacity to be anti-vaxxers are people who know that they can control the outcome if their kid gets sick. Mm. And don't really care about... They know their kid's, like, not around, like, other poor children who might spread disease or whatever right. and like that they can cure their child's measles with money or whatever other people don't have the luxury i mean yeah it's such an insane position to have yeah i i mean i again it's completely out of my depth you know like our parents like my mom would put like clorox on my yeah, but she would never not vaccinate you. No, no, no. No, I'm <laughs> saying, like, my mom, you know, like, you know, get a little sick, and she's like, here's a Sprite, you know? So it's, like, not, it's, like, oh, yeah. so out of depth for me. Get to, a like, little understand. sick, and my mom was like, you're not sick. You have allergies. Go to school. Yeah. And I'd be like, I li- I'm di- I have a fever. I'm so ill. That's what I'm saying. It's allergies. Go to school. She'd wipe down my cuts and bruises with some Clorox. <laughs> like, she was just like... You're gonna be, so I don't understand like the really like crunchy granola like rich person goop lifestyle totally. situation because like my parents were not like that at all they're like you're gonna get all your vaccinations you're gonna you know like we just literally can't risk it like man what a what like a generational divide we're gonna have with the next generations <laughs> there's some like Shailene Woodley Yanni egg yeah, that's gonna be one type of child, my or one type on. of yeah. And then the then there's still gonna be like working class, <laughs> middle America children who grow up to, to not have any of that, and like how huge the divide's gonna be. But hopefully, climate change will end the world before um, that civil war happens. I'm really banking on it. I just don't understand like why we're all fighting it. You know, the end of the world. Let's just make it happen. There's nothing wrong. 
Like, is it is bowing humanity out. really worth saving? That's also often attributed to Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> that quote. <laughs> that should be like a caption you put on one of your thoughty Instagram pics and then just put hashtag hot girl summer. <laughs> is, gonna be is humanity really worth saving? Hashtag mm. hot girl summer. <laughs> it's like that one. Misha Here's my Barton butt. Instagram. <laughs> Have you seen that one? No. Misha Barton, Misha Barton posted a photo of herself on like a yacht in a bikini, and she was just like, "Hmm, police brutality is really destroying America." Hashtag hot girl summer. Um, we should finish this, but cool. um, I just it occurred to me what we should talk about next time. What? The Hills reboot. I haven't I watched. Watch it. Well, we have to. Now it's our homework. Ugh, fine. I'm really sorry. Feel the rain on your skin. Home. Oh, that's the song from Laguna Beach. I don't remember the song. Um, I don't know. Hmm. We'll have to do a little research. (laughs) We'll figure it out. All right. It's been real. Sorry, Baba. Sorry, Baba.